You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. What's up? This is your boy, Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unk, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Every Tuesday, Conversations with Unk podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unk, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. It's Wednesday, July 1st. I'm Oscar Ramirez from the Daily Dive podcast in Los Angeles, and this is Reopening America. It's happening again. As we move to reopen the country, cases are starting to surge, and the demand for testing is increasing. But testing shortfalls are causing long lines in hard-hit states such as Florida and Texas. Without a vaccine, testing has become the first line of defense, and delays complicate everything. Emma Court, healthcare reporter at Bloomberg News, joins us for how testing is hitting a snag again. Thanks for joining us, Emma. Thanks so much for having me. It seems that we are back at it again. Uh, Some of the same bad news we were hearing at the beginning of the coronavirus pandemic. We're starting to see cases rise across the country, and that's making people want to go get tested even more. But as I mentioned, once again, the whole country is grappling with a shortfall of testing and we can't seem to get over it, even though we are testing much, much more this time around. Emma, tell us a little bit about it. The challenge here is, you know, in the early days of the pandemic, right, there was a a shortfall of testing. People couldn't get tested, and that proved to be an impediment for other efforts to contain the virus's spread, things like contact tracing, other public health work. We're finding ourselves in a somewhat similar situation today, even though testing capacity has expanded significantly from that early kind of period. I think the best way to explain it really kind of comes down to those two core ideas of supply and demand. So testing supplies, both swabs that take, you know, test sample to the sort of materials that preserve it while it's transported to the lab, to the equipment that runs the test, you know, it self-processes that test. These different parts of the supply chain have all come under strain, you know, over the last couple of months. And even though these aspects have been alleviated over time, they haven't been entirely solved. Now, whether it's even possible to solve it is a whole nother question, right? But even as you have these persistent problems around supply and being able to supply tests to the American public, you also have demand getting really ratcheted up with the reopenings. Now you have nursing homes trying to test 
all of their employees. You have employers saying that they want to maybe provide testing to their employees as well. You have people who haven't even necessarily come into contact with someone who had the infection wanting to get tested just to be sure, right, before they gather with members of their family, for instance, or in social settings and things like that. So all of these things taken together kind of add up to a problem, and we're starting to see that problem coming out in these hotspot states that have begun to emerge, like Texas, you know, like Arizona. We're seeing long lines outside of urgent care centers, for instance. A hospital I spoke to in Houston said their lab had gotten you know, double the amount of testing volume in the prior sort of week plus. So these are problems that are beginning to bubble up in these new focuses of the, the pandemic, these parts of the country that are a new focus of the pandemic. And unfortunately, I think with the trajectory being what it is, you know, it sounds like these problems are going to continue over time. You mentioned Texas specifically. They have pretty robust setups for testing. I think they converted a few high school football stadiums or something like that so that people can roll through and get tested. And even then, you know, by midday, mid-morning or whatever, they've reached their capacity and they have to turn people away. So what it's translating to is really long wait times to actually get tested and then longer wait times to get those results back as well. And we're seeing the cases surge throughout the United States and a bunch of states are having to roll back their reopening procedures because of all these uh, surge in cases. What's important to note here is like in Texas in particular, we did some reporting in that state and, you know, it wasn't just getting in to get the test, which in, in many places you have to, in Texas, you basically have to get an appointment to get tested. So you might wait a week or something like that just to go get tested. And then at that point, we're likely to see weights for test results increase too. You know, one of the big trade groups that represents the big commercial labs here in the U.S. said basically they're forecasting a real big surge in demand in the coming weeks, and they're expecting that that may delay test results. Importantly, when you wait a long time for test results, I mean, a week is an extreme scenario, but even having to wait a couple of days, that's an amount of time that maybe if you're thinking, oh, I probably don't have COVID-19, I can go about my life, I can go to work, things like that, you know, that adds risk into the equation, basically. Yeah. And so the longer you wait for test results, the more likely this risk is going to compound. President Trump has said a lot that we've built the biggest testing system, you know, of everybody. The U.S. processed about 557,000 tests each day on average over the last week. But given the current outbreak, they say that we need millions, two to four million tests a day to really kind of track all of this stuff. The burden is all on the states. They get limited supplies and they have to allocate all that. So it's kind of a whole ripple effect because it's tough to keep that in track. And then beyond that, when it comes to contact tracing, all these delays make it much, much harder to do all that contact tracing. As you were just mentioning, people go about their business not getting a test and they can be infecting people and not really know it. What's important to note is we already have evidence in parts of the country that the virus is spreading in a, a sustained way in the community. And so this is a point where contact tracing systems, if they're not already you know, established and robust, can easily get overwhelmed um, when you have really large numbers in cases. For instance, I spoke with an official with uh, UT system in Texas who said basically, you know, you have 6,400 new cases one day and you keep getting those kinds of numbers each day, you know, a local health department just can't keep up, right? They're going to get overwhelmed. And so, I mean, ideally you wouldn't want to get to this point, but when you have 
like delays in test results, or you have, for instance, aging infrastructure where test results are getting reported by stats, that slows down the process. And that's kind of where we are in the U.S. I mean, I don't think it can be underemphasized at this point that we have not invested in the kinds of infrastructure we need to get this infection under control, but it's not too late. You know, a lot of public health experts say we can still take these kinds of steps. We can still invest in public health infrastructure. We can still make more robust systems for testing. We can test smarter. That's when a lot of people have also said, maybe the focus shouldn't be on testing everyone. Maybe we should focus on the places where there's most likely to be transmission and also be smarter about how we reopen. What are the places in which the virus is most likely to sort of spread in the community that increasingly seems to be bars, right? We've heard that become a big talking point coming out of states where these hotspots have emerged. You know, Texas closed the bars late last week. We've heard Florida move towards taking similar steps as well. So I think there are some questions about if our infrastructure isn't up to snuff, are there ways we can tailor our approach in a better manner? Emma Court, healthcare reporter at Bloomberg News. Thank you very much for joining us. Thank you. I'm Oscar Ramirez, and this is Reopening America. Don't forget that for today's big news stories, you can check me out on the Daily Dive podcast every Monday through Friday. So follow us on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcast. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX on May 10th and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Because there's nothing like a weekend pause with the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies.